Last time on Eidolon Pop, Professor Brooks's class ended up at the estate, a massive, enigmatic mansion towering over the shadowy realm known as the Undertow. There, they met Joanna, the mansion's genteel but disturbing butler, and Ron Wee, the master of the estate, who seems to have some kind of history with Quentin. They were led to a room containing a shadowy version of their classroom, and when they awoke to their Eidolons and defeated the monsters inside, Joanna declared them the new custodians of the estate and sent them home to prepare for their first day of work tomorrow. Back in the real world, Sloane cut class while everyone else discovered that Quentin's classroom was now jam-packed with students. What the heck's going on? Before yesterday, did you have any religious or spiritual beliefs? Any superstitions or belief in the supernatural? Um, I was raised Methodist, um, but kind of just never really stuck. So my parents gave up. Um, and as far as like the supernatural, I always thought it would be really neat if it existed. But I, I could never go all the way in. I, I could never be a true believer. Okay, so you you describe yourself as kind of skeptical? Skeptical, but really... Yo, if I could meet a ghost? Yeah, yeah. So given that, how do you feel about having met, you know, Joanna and Stapleton and the bunch? Fucking hate Joanna. <laughs> um, cannot, cannot stress that enough. Um, I... I think I, I I think I'm reeling a little bit like it, it's a lot but like as I'm settling in um if I remember right I'm eating popcorn and watching a movie uh with my Eidolon which is a really tacky dragon statue um and as I'm like settling in and I've slept on it and everything I think the like exhaustion is slowly being replaced with fuck yes fuck yes fuck yes 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 um, because that shit was rad. How does it make you feel that, like, at least for the time being, it seems like, yeah, this magical supernatural world is real, but uh, your role in it is turning into uh, a janitor, like you said last time? Um, not great, mm-hmm. but um, there's always room for improvement. So, okay. you know, I, I would rather I would rather have my foot in the door in the magical shadow realm uh, and maybe do some dope shit along the way versus, you know, being a regular college student in the decidedly not magical shadow realm. Everyone else, you are in Quentin's class. Um, yeah, Quentin, you uh, have something that you have never had before, which is a classroom full of engaged, curious <laughs> students who are paying close attention to your lecture. <laughs> what are you lecturing about? Uh, well, Quentin, he goes there and he looks at the class and he <laughs> chuckles to himself um, because I don't know who this person is, this Michael Clark from before, um, but did they think they could beat me by giving me an audience? Oh, and then I go, <laughs> then I immediately go with like, hey, kids, today, well, I think today is a holiday. So we're going to learn about coming together. <laughs> and we're going to learn about how to do that by first 
thinking about what we want. Uh, a in student a, raises their hand. Yeah. What what holiday is it? <sighs> it's May Day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess that's true in fiction now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? All right. Yeah, it's go for it. It's the end of the semester. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows how time works? Um, <laughs> I mean, it was, I said before it was the first class after spring break. So if it's a late spring break, I guess. Sure. It does kind of line up if you squint a little bit. If you squint. Okay. So yeah, since this is a uh, st- talking about narrative whatever the name of the class is. <laughs> <laughs> Every good story starts with finding out what people want, like what they need. Uh, if you've listened to a musical, like an I Want song shows what the character cares about and what they're willing to fight for. Me, I believe in education and reaching your pure potential. And I want to use my power like old times. Okay. To, to do what? Spend an overdrive. Uh-huh. To do a move from the Alchemy Alchemist book, which okay. is... Oh, are you trying to do social transmutation? <laughs> social transmutation. <laughs> uh-huh. Give an impassioned speech about how the status quo is unacceptable and your vision on how to change it for the better. Spend one overdrive and roll glam on 7+. plus. Everyone who hears your speech gives a plus one four when acting on to advance your agenda. On 10+, plus, any GM-controlled character hears your speech and will buy into your vision. We need to save the school. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what you guys, so I gotta tell, go out there and find out what you want or need from this school and I'll help you achieve it. But I do it in like a jaunty, um, song. I think, think like, song? uh, mu- Music Man or something like that. I just yeah, bust sure, it out. Sure. <laughs> Wait, so you're doing a full on <laughs> musical performance here. Yeah. Okay. I got too glam. Gotta work the musicology in there sometime, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, give me the roll. Okay, so I got a seven with my glam. <laughs> with plus glam, I got seven. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I think. What's it say for a seven to nine on that one? I'm trying to hunt it down. Sorry. Uh, plus seven on everyone who hears your speaks gains plus forward when acting to advance your agenda, meaning that any of the characters, if they go out and sing about what they want, they get plus forward on that roll. Um, I guess the first let me ask, yeah, uh, James, uh, Ursa, and uh, Alexis, how are you reacting to this speech? Uh, Ursa, you, no one can really tell from where, but she pulled out a pair of bongos that they're <laughs> pink, it's her sin. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, cause you know, weapons, music instruments can be weapons. Um, so she started playing, jo- she joined the song, she's not singing, yeah. just like with a little backing beats in the background. Uh, she's really uh-huh. into this. Alright, yeah, James, what about you? Uh, James is still pissed from, like, near as he could, like, he's, he, 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 like, he was one of those kids that felt like he had his life all figured out, everything was, was planned out, and just finding out that this dude wasn't a real teacher, and, like, on, like, honestly, he's dwelling more on that than the weird supernatural shit, and he, he still just hates Quentin's fucking guts right now. He's got Uh his arms folded and is just, like, glaring at him. (laughs) What about you, Alexis? Uh, Alexis is very into this musical speech. Uh, she's not joining in, but she is photographing the whole thing. Okay, great, great. Um, I think, uh, yeah, 
Quentin, you give an entire musical number about saving the school uh, from from web capital uh, and uh, encouraging the students to go sing a song in their heart about what they truly want. And uh, you just get um, crickets, <laughs> other than from Ursa and Alexis. <laughs> and uh, like, there's a cough, and a student says, um, "Weren't we?" Gonna go over chapter 14 today? We can also go over chapter 14. <laughs> <laughs> o- okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, like, they're all just waiting for you to start. Okay. Um, who would like to summarize the reading? <laughs> Smart play. Fantastic. Talking like a true professor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think probably some kid uh, in the the front raised their hand, and uh, he's like, "Oh, oh, I, I will, professor." Uh, it was about uh, uh, the. Uh, I've, I've, I love how you have twisted this situation on me. That now I have to give you an extemporaneous lecture. Truly, I've been hoisted by my own petard. It's almost like I transmuted it like some kind of alchemist. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it was it was about the the high priestess and uh, you know how it represents um, like the the feminine divine and and how that relates to eighties uh, romantic power ballads. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes music is a way that we can. Get to a greater truth than the truth we've already had. And I think it kind of goes into that with the power ballads. Or maybe it doesn't. Who knows? Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I wonder how much is he going to, like, goo on this? Because, like, I don't remember writing this book, right? Um, Tell you what. Dredge the undertow to see how much of it you you can conjure. All right. Keep in mind, since I want to play fair, using that last moon was one overdrive and then one overdrive for the move, right? Right, yes, correct. Okay. Just keeping track. Right. Okay, I got one and four. I'm going to use an overdrive to reroll. All right. <laughs> All right, I got nine. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can... Okay, based on what the student just told you, um, it... Uh, it definitely sounds like the same kind of shit you were just kind of making up off the top of your head yesterday, but, like, written down and maybe more thought out. Hmm. This seems like it's going to be tough to fake if everyone has read your book but you. <laughs> okay. So. But, like, also, I don't I don't need to just leave you yeah. dangling here for, you know, ten minutes. We can just kind of cut ahead whenever you want. Uh, Wink. We kind of had also. How aware yeah. are the rest of us that this is not how the class was before? Uh, you're completely aware. Okay. <laughs> Sloan is. If Sloan knew what was happening, she would be so sad she missed him. Just like, like dangling out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of using my moves, I got because I mm. got moves. Yeah. <laughs> You do? Uh, I'm assuming this school is a place I've been to before, so I should have some friends here, maybe? Yeah, of course. Let's see if they can maybe help me out here. Nine plus two. Eleven. All right, eleven. So, on Friends Everywhere, uh, when you arrive somewhere that you've been before, you can ask a favor of the friends you have there and roll plus glam. 
On a 10 plus, they'll be able to help you out. On a 7 to 9, they'll be supportive, but not able to offer any meaningful help. So, who are you asking for help, and what kind of help are you asking for? <sighs> okay, maybe I have a friend in the library, uh-huh. and I see if I can get them to cover for me on a thing on the Dewey Decimal Method. Like, they probably already have a lesson they do for, like, library students and be like, you know, part of this lesson is investigating things. And I'm like, could you please do your research lesson <laughs> to eat up time? Do you want to say you, like, sent that text when, like, before the class started when you saw that there was a bunch of people in here and they're just now showing up? Yes. Yeah, they, there's, like, a knock on the door. He goes, oh, hi, uh, hi, uh, Professor Brooks, you wanted to me to come down here? Yes, yes, yes. We're, uh, just... Touching in on our, my book, uh, which you're probably aware of, but uh, I was th- wondering if you can give my students uh, the pleasure of a little library research lesson. Uh, oh, uh, I, I suppose I can. Sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, and they just walk up to the desk, uh, to uh, at the front of the room, and just start talking about the Dewey Decimal System. You don't get any of that out of me. I don't know anything about the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> I oh, love that this just turned into us trying to, like, force each other into talking about things we don't know about. <laughs> Forcing each other into a snafu. That's what games yeah. are all about. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I definitely text, a, Quentin definitely texts a bunch of, like, thank you, you saved my life, I owe you so much, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. As you're sending those texts, Quentin, um, one comes through on your phone from uh, your partner, uh, who we said is named Caroline. And it says, um, craziest thing this morning, I wasn't quite awake when you left, and I could have sworn you said you were back in it, but of course I misheard you, right? God, I wish you had. No, it's it's happening again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's just, like, a moment, like, you can see the icon of, like, that she's typing for a long time. Uh, but the message that comes through is short. She says, we'll talk about this when you get home. <laughs> uh, James uh, and the rest of you, are you hanging around to hear this lecture on the Dewey Decimal System, or what you doing? Uh, I mean, I guess. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, books are cool. Books are good. Listen, uh, Ursa is writing everything down. Like, she's just filling up this whole notebook about the Deweys and the decimals and the systems. Woo, she loves that shit. All right, all right. Yeah, Alexis doesn't care. She's going to uh, follow Quentin out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, real quick, Sloan, what movie are you watching anyway? Uh, I am, let me look at my Blu-ray shelf, and I am watching Sorry to Bother You. All right. Ah! <laughs> uh, great. Well, that, that was the Sloan check-in. Uh, Quentin, <laughs> what are you... Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh what are Can you doing? We split the party. <laughs> uh, what are you doing now that you've slipped out of your class? Uh, or, or Alexis, what do you do when you catch up to him? Uh, I think Alexis was not processing anything that happened last night until this morning, mm-hmm. and she she's just gonna ask Quentin like what his history with the Undertow is. <sighs> All right, I'm. I haven't been keeping it from you because I'm a jerk or anything. I honestly don't know. I know me and my friends went to the undertow. I, from context clues, have guessed we maybe did some bad stuff down there. Um, 
I have feelings it felt right at the time, but that's about it. And I can't, if I try and reach for anything in particular, it just escapes me. But it worries me. So you're saying you don't have reliable memories of your adventures there? No. Oh, that's scary to Alexis. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling you, yeah, I know. It's real real stuff down there. So, like, you're in it now. Be careful. Oh, yeah. Alexis's greatest fear is feeling unable to trust her own mind. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) So where are you going to go now, Professor? I don't know. I can't. Here's the thing about me. I just don't like this dude showing up and thinking he can beat me like this. This is my school, right? And, you know, maybe I don't have all the papers and stuff, but this is my class, and I'm going to defend it. Yeah, maybe you don't have all things like qualifications (laughs) or training. (laughs) Yeah! But you're still the best professor I've ever had. That says something about our system, but yes! (laughs) (laughs) What if we go on the offensive and try to take the web capital guy down? Uh, mm. Um, can I? I just want to make sure on backstory here. Isn't Alexis not actually taking the class? She's just like crashing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> a fake teacher and a fake student. Yeah. Me. yeah. I mean, I'm here. I'm listening to the lectures. I'm just. I'm not paying tuition or being graded. Right. Of course. <laughs> I'd be surprised if any of you were being graded. <laughs> James had better be. He's already got. He's already pissed. Uh, as you two are, like, in the hall having this conversation, you hear, uh, footsteps, and, uh, uh, an older, uh, woman is coming down and says, Oh, Professor Books, hi, uh, good to see you. Listen, I am sorry again that we had to stick you in this basement classroom this semester. Uh, we will get a better one opened up for you, uh, come the fall. No, no problem. I'm happy down here. This is great. It's cool. It's, like, got... You know, don't have to worry about heating things or anything. It's fine. I'm fine. Ah, I mean, listen, I, <laughs> you're the. F- I mean, you, you published a book uh, <laughs> last year. You should you should have something better than this dingy basement room. Come on. I mean, don't we have other professors that post books? That's not that impressive, right? <laughs> well, come on, don't sell yourself short. Come on, she kind of like punches you on the arm playfully. <laughs> You, like, don't know this person, but it sure seems like she knows you. All right. Well, you know, thanks for letting me know. You have a good one. Yeah, you too. <laughs> as soon as they, like, out of sight, I, like, put my hands in my face. Ugh. <laughs> so going on the offensive, you said, really? <laughs> yeah, we need to find this guy and take him down before he takes you down. Can't argue with that logic. <sighs> That in the undertow? Or here? Hmm. In the undertow, he could summon big cockroaches, and we barely fought those off with five of us. Yeah, that's probably a bad bad matchup. So maybe we should try to take him out in this world. Yeah. (sighs) That's what I was trying to get. I was trying to get the students on our side for this back in there. That that whole song and dance was about. I didn't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, maybe that's worth checking out. Ugh. Should we go back and get the other students? We should go back and get the other. Mm. <laughs> He's doing the. Mm. Speaking of that, should we walk out at this point? Like, oh yeah, you cut to me and James walking out. Like, oh, that lecture was really cool. I didn't know <laughs> all that about 
libraries and sciences and library sciences? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, the class is letting out. I think most of the students coming in are like, well, that was weird. Okay. Uh, and, like, everyone seems a little uh-huh. confused and maybe slightly irritated. Uh, what, what were you saying, James? I was just kind of going like, yeah, sure. Just kind of humoring Ursa. Yeah. Movie's real good, guys. <laughs> uh, Sloan, I'm, I'm as you I'm going to text Sloan. I'm going to be honest. I was kind of shocked you didn't say the movie we're watching was like, I don't know, Chalk Zone, the movie four or some shit. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what a missed opportunity that was. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know, you, you got to deploy the Chalk Zone card, you know, uh, judiciously. Yeah. You can't just go to Chalk Zone every time. I'm literally right next to the shelf, uh, to the movie on the shelf is Reign of Fire. And I was like, well, maybe that's a little too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think when class ends, I text Sloan, like, um, missed you in class. It was full. Uh, surprise bear sticker. Um, and then it's like, uh, we learned about library sciences, bear sticker reading a book. <laughs> um, I read the text and just reply back, skull emoji, skull emoji, skull emoji, popcorn emoji, <laughs> dragon emoji. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, she's watching a movie. <laughs> Uh, Sloan, as you put your phone down from texting, uh, before you turn your uh, attention back to the movie, your eye catches uh, a laminated sheet of paper sitting on uh, your dresser that uh, says bus schedule in big block letters at the top with a little cartoon drawing of Stapleton waving at the viewer. Wait, wait. Oh, God. Is the drawing moving? No, no. Just like, okay. yeah. No. Ugh. Okay. Uh, no, no chalk zone antics here. Um... <laughs> Oh, shit, what's this? Um, and I, I pick up the paper, and I just, oh, I hate this. Um, I I take a picture of it, and I uh, I send it to Ursa with um, the poop emoji all over <laughs> uh, The only thing it says is, uh, the next bus will be arriving at 7.07.07.07.07.07.07.07.07. It seems like no matter how long you read that line, there's just more 07s. Mm. Uh, but then below that, it says, uh, for help with converting undertow times to real time, please consult your employee handbook or call the estate at... And you can... There's a phone number written there, but like... If you try to actually parse the numbers, you start to get just a horrible headache so bad that you, like, can't make sense of what you're looking at. Can I um, try and dredge the undertow to try and understand it more? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, looks like my bizarre is zero, and I got a six. Okay, great. So mark experience. Great. Um... Yeah, you try to force yourself to stare at this number, but just the longer you look at it, you you don't manage to interpret any of the numbers. It just gets uh, more and more... Infuriating? Not just infuriating. Like, literally, like, you feel just a migraine overtake your entire head. Uh, take one damage for me. Oh, great. <laughs> okay. And the, the phantom clock is advanced. Okay, I, I crumple it. I, I throw the paper away. I'm just like, ah, fuck this. Okay. 
uh, I show uh, James the picture. I'm like, look, Sloan's been doodling. Uh, it, I like it, but I don't think she did. She put a poop emoji next to it. Uh, that, what is that? That, uh, shit, that's Stapleton. Oh, fucking, god damn it. I, I think I understand the poop emoji. I don't think she drew that. No, she, no, she didn't. Can I get a closer look at this? Sure. Uh, I'll go tell, I give you my phone and I walk up to, uh, Quentin and, uh, Alexis and I say, uh, we have a poop emoji situation. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain. I, sh- I shrug and like look at someone younger than me. Is this a kid thing? Is this a youth thing? Uh, Sloan sent me a picture of a doodle of... Uh, oh, I, I had just had his name. Uh, the weird guy who drove the limo and then a bus. Uh, Stapleton? Stapleton. Uh, a picture of Stapleton that I thought she drew, but I don't think she drew because uh, I think there were numbers next to it, maybe like a schedule, and the poop emoji, so I think it's bad. Doesn't sound great. Yeah, um... Hmm. Uh, James is gonna walk up and be like, yeah, it's a bus schedule. I'm not fucking taking it. <laughs> but what if James, the- you're not interested in learning more about this magical dimension? Absolutely not. What if the bus takes us, though? Well, buses only take you if you get in them. That's how buses work. Mm. We can just call them. I don't know. I do have a photograph of the phone. You do, that's true. I once met a bus that, like, grabbed you, like, opened up its jaws and swallowed you whole if you weren't, like, careful. Mm. Like that one movie. I think it was a cat bus. (laughs) (laughs) What movie? Yeah, like that one movie. Chalk Zone 3? Yeah, yeah. We can't... You're, you're milking the Chalk Zone gag too hard. I know. <laughs> Alexis, are you going to try to uh, turn your photo of the phone into a real one? Yeah. I'm going to put my photo of the phone into my cat's mouth and mold reality. Okay, go for it. Yeah, it's uh, eight. Okay. Um, I think it uh, turns into... The phone, you can see it sort of taking on the silhouette of the very fancy, like, old-fashioned phone, but then it, uh, its silhouette almost, like, collapses in on itself, and it just turns into, like, a rotary phone. Like, just a normal, like, old-fashioned, like, not, not that old-fashioned, but, like, 80s phone. Does anyone know how to use a rotary phone, Professor? (laughs) (laughs) Now's my time to shine. (laughs) I use the rotary phone. (laughs) Do I know the number to the undertow? Uh, it's in the picture. Seven. Yeah, it, it's in the picture, but you can't read it. Uh, <laughs> I'll read it. I can read undertow. Dredge the undertow. Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, that's a six and a one plus two. Uh, eight. That's math, right? Nine. Nine. Yeah, you you actually can't read the number, but when you look at it. You know that if Quentin just picks up the phone, it will automatically dial. I pick up the phone. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, it doesn't even... You don't hear, like, dialing or anything. Just you hear a click, and then you hear... Thank you for calling the estate. Unfortunately, due to a recent security breach, we cannot send limousines to any caller. Please provide the 47-digit password. I pass the phone to the professor and say, I think this is for you. Thank you? Are you my secretary now? This is weird. Thank you. You should pay me then. Secretary should be paid. Labor is, you know, wages. <laughs> I have no money. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Please 
please enter your 47-digit <laughs> passcode, or if you'd like to be connected to another department, please say so now. Right, y'all have fun with whatever the fuck this is. James walks away. <laughs> As James walks away, I, I say, I saw you took care of Lore down there. You did good. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. And then I hung up with the phone and, like, tried dialing it again. Okay, yeah, as soon as you pick it up, you just get... Hello, and thank you for calling the estate. Unfortunately, due to a recent security breach, we are unable to send a limousine to any caller. Without first getting a passcode. Please enter your 48-digit passcode now. Wait, <laughs> I, I just, I have, I have to know, did it get longer or was that a mistake on your part? No, it got longer. Okay, <laughs> very good. <laughs> I mean, I assume it's zero seven zero seven zero seven, but maybe not. Uh, is this a thing I should try? Like, I can try and remember if this is something I've done before. <laughs> yeah, you can try to dredge the undertow and see if you can just come like. Great, no, bad. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Let me actually write it down this time. Four failure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, GXP. Yeah, uh, you. I say, try and say a passcode into the phone. Quidjibo. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is not a valid passcode. Please enter your 48-digit passcode now, or if you'd like to be connected to a different department, please say so. Okay, pass it back to me. I grab the phone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna try it one last time. This Just... is my best sad. Threshing the undertow. Uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know what? I'm spending an overdrive to okay. re-roll the two, because it was a five and a two. Okay. That's a five and a two. That's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> you um, intuitively get the sense that maybe you should ask about those other departments instead of keeping trying to guess an absurdly secure password. Uh, can, I, can I say that... As a customer service rep who has to troubleshoot people using phones every day, this is killing me on the inside. <laughs> There's no escape. Uh, so I say, um, other departments? Who would you like to speak with? Uh, Joanna? One moment while I connect you. That's going to get cut with actual... <laughs> oh, you better not cut it. <laughs> Hi, hello, it's me, Luke. I'm here to talk about the Eidolon Patreon, like I do every time on this show. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash playtest, we have a bunch of cool stuff there that you can get uh, in exchange for giving us money. Uh, for $1 a month, you get every episode of this show a full week in advance. Uh, for $3 a month, you get my GM notes from each session, uh, as well as a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast where me and Molly talk about the design of the game that we're making. Uh, the GM notes for this one are going to be fun because uh, the party just kind of completely slipped past everything I had in mind. Uh, you can really see some... Some real meaty cut content by looking at them this time. Um, also, that next uh, game design podcast is going to be a big one because uh, we did a lot of work on the game uh, this past couple weeks. I'm 
very tired. I'm recording this past my bedtime to get this episode up in time. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, for $5 a month, you get immediate access to the current draft of the game, uh, as well as uh, future updates to the game. Anytime we make big changes, we publish a new PDF to the Patreon. And you also get your name called out uh, in this section right here, like so. Uh, special thanks to Rosalind Garrow, NM, August, Casey Cosmos, Celeste Jennings, uh, Johan159, Mark Myers, Amelia Kurtz, Sky Adamchick, Morgan Spade, Eli Marone, Jay Baker, Mitch Graham, Jacob Hathcock, Jeff Dorman, Lambda, Phil Nightinger, Dylan Lee, Evan Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Kirstel Rizel Johnson, Lachlan Cleland, Ryan Ball, Ellen, Will Helms, Stub5678, David, Lizzie Two Shoes, and The Z Mage. God, that list is getting long. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, honestly, thank you to everybody who is kicking in any money at all. Um,. And if you can't afford to uh, subscribe at all, I totally understand. Um, we would really appreciate it if you could tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, spread the word about it. Um, you know, try and uh, get us out there in front of more people. Um, we are on both iTunes and Spotify now. So if you could leave us uh, a rating and review on iTunes, that would be fantastic. I don't really listen to podcasts on Spotify. I don't know how it works over there, but there's probably some kind of rating system tell tell us we're doing a good job through whatever quantifiable metrics are out there to do that it'd make me happy i'm so tired uh anyway uh i think that's everything oh wait no we gotta do music credits uh not a ton this week um i've been kind of pressed for time um so just a couple songs on this one we have uh the temperature of air on the bow of the calitan by chris zabriskie uh, Phantom by Nocturnum, and Infinity by uh, Yakov Goleman, and uh, you can find the links for all of those in the show notes. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me, let's get back to the show! Hello, this is Joanna speaking, how may I be of your service? Hi Joanna, um, this is Ursa, what the hell? Uh, pardon me? Uh, schedule? Phone? Something going on here? Uh, Should we just walk uh, away and uh, not forget? Of course, yes. Uh, we provided bus schedules for all of you to get here for your first day at work. You better, uh, get over here soon if you're gonna make it on time. Sounds good. Professor, the phone's for you? Pass it to the professor. Well, okay. Hello. Oh, oh, Quentin. Oh, I am so pleased to speak with you again. Actually, I had a little bit of a discrepancy I wanted to speak with you about. Uh, you know, I you have an Adelon, which means you are most assuredly a servant to work for the estate. But my memory was not failing me. I can find your name right here in our guest book. You were a guest previously. And, well, I just don't quite understand how both things can be true. Uh... The only constants in the world is change. Ha! <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Well, I'm sure it was just some sort of clerical error. It's no major issue. Uh, but, uh, as I was telling your, uh, companion just a moment ago, you 
really should uh, make the effort to catch the next bus over to the estate if you're going to be on time for your first day of work. Uh, James, James is gone, right? Oh yeah, he's he's been yeah. Uh, and <laughs> what would be the consequences for not showing up for work? Oh well, I mean, we can go through the uh, various disciplinary uh, actions that would be uh, enacted for tardiness or absenteeism, but uh, I, I would rather we not start off on that kind of foot, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, I'll be right there. And I uh, go to Laura and Ursula. I'm like, text them that they should probably go on this bus. <laughs> I am not responsible for the, what happens if they choose not to get on this bus. They're already in it. Okay. Uh, one, I start uh, a chat group with all of us. Uh, two, I send a message that says, Professor, a spider emoji, says we all should get on bus emoji. I just replied, boo! <laughs> and then I, I write bus emoji, uh, ghost emoji, asterisk. Like, I meant spooky bus emoji. I mean, spooky bus. Not regular bus. Uh, James replies with the, the, uh, the no sign emoji. It's like a, the red circle with the line through it. I- <laughs> James, where did you go when you walked away? Uh, he, he's going home. Hell yeah. Refusal of the call three. Refusal harder. <laughs> On your way uh, out of the building uh, and towards, uh, do you live in a dorm or where do you live? I think we said you live in a dorm, right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. I don't remember what I said last time. Let's say a dorm. That sounds right. Uh, as you're like walking across the campus, um, a young woman and a cameraman uh, come up to you. And go, oh, excuse me. Uh, do you have time for a quick interview? Um, not really. Okay, great. This will only take a second. Um. And she uh, pulls out a microphone and says, do you love the Constitution? <laughs> and she puts the microphone in your face. Not especially. What? Why not? <laughs> uh, who are you? Oh, uh, I, I'm Janet McGuire. I'm a uh, constitutional activist. Well, I'm not giving you my name and not consenting to being filmed. <laughs> Shit. Oh, come on. Come on. Absolutely not. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, she just kind of looks at her camera and goes, another liberal snowflake college student can't even debate in the marketplace of ideas. Am I right? You're doing okay there, look, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Needed an outlet to vent a little bit? <laughs> yeah, James, you uh, yeah, you head off to your dorm after blowing off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to like shoot down this bit. No, going you're like, fine. There's no way my character was gonna stick around. That's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, as you step into your dorm, you see um, a bus schedule, just like Sloane sitting uh, on your desk. Is it like identical to Sloane's gibberish and everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he throws that shit in the garbage. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are all the rest of you doing? Uh, wh- where is the bus gonna show up? Oh, yeah, we probably should have asked her, huh? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not calling again. Joanna's kind of... I don't know if rude's the way. It's, like, polite but rude. I'm going to call them again to see where we should go to get on the bus. All right, yeah, you pick up the phone, and uh, you hear... Uh, Hello, thank you for calling.
calling the estate. Unfortunately, due to a recent breach of security, we are unable to send a limousine to anyone who calls without first getting a passcode. Please enter your 49-digit passcode now. Uh, the Joanna department, please? <laughs> One moment while I connect you. Joanna speaking, how may I be of service to you? Hi, Joanna, it's Alexis. I was just wondering, where should we show up to catch this bus? Oh, goodness gracious, of course, I, I apologize. Uh, this is, you're new to all of this, of course. Uh, just find a door that you don't know what's on the other side of, and open it up. Okay, okay, <laughs> and uh, one more thing. Uh, I, I don't think I quite understand the time system on the flyer. Uh, could you convert that to Eastern Standard Time? Oh, goodness. I um, I do not have much of a head for mathematics. I do apologize for that. But uh, the, the next bus will be coming very soon. Okay, and just one more question, Joanna. Thank you for your patience. Uh, what happens if some of us are refusing to go? Oh, goodness. Uh, why are they refusing? Um, they, they, they're just not into this whole this whole deal well it i mean it is uh it is an occupation uh it is not uh you know they're certainly welcome to resign before even beginning the first day if they really want to uh i will have to file that paperwork it may take uh some time to get that done uh but if if they change their minds before i've finished uh clearing them from our roster they're certainly welcome to join us but well that well that's their choice okay just just one more question actually joanna of course why is the world different than it was yesterday what do you mean darling like there's way more students in uh mr brooks's class than there was yesterday oh of course well it's because you cleaned that room so wonderfully i might add okay Thank you, Joy. We can go into more detail during your employee orientation. Okay, uh, would you say the bus was again? Any door that we don't know is on the other side. That's right. Okay, I'm, I'll hang up now. I'll see you soon. Gotta go to any door that we don't know is on the other side. Okay, that makes sense. Mm, I've worked here. I've worked here a decent while. I know where most of these doors go. Uh, the door behind the chemistry lab, not the closet, not the restroom. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, one time I had to go to the restroom and I accidentally went through the wrong door. Okay, so you have seen what's behind there, never mind. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a kind of, kind of closet. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go to, like, the financial office. Alright, yeah. I've never been there before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great, great. Uh <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, real quick though, if I could do a side thing. Yeah. Uh James is gonna text Sloan and see how she's doing. Aw. Um I love how much of this audio uh podcast we're doing is devoted to us describing text messages. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it happens. Presumably that'll happen less over time. It's the best. Yes. Yeah, just give no. me a quick generic little hey, how are you doing? Um, uh, I just reply with the shrug emoji and, um, a picture of me holding up the dragon statue and, like, sticking my tongue out. Uh, James is gonna reply with a selfie of him showing off the watch. Uh, I, I think, I don't think I ever described the watch. I think it's gonna look like really, like, old-timey Swiss clockwork kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Fancy. But yeah, um, I, I asked... You uh, you get that bus thing? Yeah, but I I don't know what the fucking deal is. It looks like nonsense. Yeah, 
Um, I I tried to read it and it gave me a. The, the, I'm just it's easier yeah, yeah, yeah. to just say what we're texting rather. Oh, than absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, um, it is understood that what you're saying is being texted. Um, I please insert the abbreviations where necessary. <laughs> um, I um, yeah, I tried to read it, got a migraine, crumpled it up, threw it away. But you got a migraine. Yeah, not fun. Hold on one second. James is gonna dig through the trash and dig his copy back up and try to really read it. Okay, time. yeah, uh, yeah, you... You really gotta touch that stove, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. uh... Just really love migraines. <laughs> you feel an intense headache anytime you try to read the phone number. Oh, Jesus. Ow. Um, uh, he's gonna text back, nope, yep, you're right, migraine. It works. Um, I asked how class was today. Fucking weird and also really boring. We learned about the Dewey Decimal System, and the professor wrote a book at some point that he doesn't seem to remember. He can write? Yeah, who fucking knew? (laughs) Sloan, uh, as as you get that text, you kind of look over and you see that that, a copy of that book is sitting on your bookshelf. Son of a bitch! Um... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I take a pic. Truth be told, I wasn't aware he could read. Oh, wow. <laughs> we really don't like him, Rude. do we? Well, I'm really roasting. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I won't stop. Um, uh, I, I take a picture of the book and send it, and I'm just like, what the fuck? What is this? Why, how did this get in here? What is this? Yeah, all of the other people in the class had it. Oh, by the way, there are a shitload of more people in the class I've never seen before. Fuck this. Okay, we we gotta go to the bus. We gotta do it. It sucks. We we gotta go. We gotta figure out what the fuck this is. How do I get to the bus? Dude? I I don't know. I don't I don't want to do it. Group text. Group text. I'm not gonna. Um, Alexis is gonna text everyone to go enter a door that they don't know what's behind it, and if they don't do it, then they're super lame, and she's not their friend anymore. <laughs> you know exactly how to get Sloan to do things. Ursa replies, I'll still be your friend, but I would rather not be alone doing this thing. Uh, James doesn't want to leave Ursa hanging. He's, he's gonna... Dude, he's gonna do it. <laughs> oh. Fuck it. I, I just, you know, get dressed... Uh, grab the dragon statue and put it in my purse. Mm-hmm. And I, I walk out of my dorm and uh, walk down the hall and uh, start jiggling apartment handles to find one that is uh, not locked. Can, uh, <laughs> Great. Can I... What what move would I do if I want to try to solve the fucking door where I don't... Puzzle, whatever the fuck. What do you mean by solve the puzzle? I don't know. Uh, figure out what this means. Like, find a door where you don't know what's on the other side. Because I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's a trick to this. Like, is is there a specific door we just need to figure out, or is it just literally just any door where we don't know what's on the other side? Uh, it's it's literally any door. Oh, okay. So yeah. Sorry about that. I I assumed it was a riddle. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> If, when in doubt, the DM is trying to trick you. <laughs> I, um, so, like, would it work if, on, uh, like, an apartment that I've never been in, I know there mm. is an apartment on the other side, no idea what's in the apartment, no idea who lives there. Does that qualify? Yeah, no, I, I, I think that qualifies. Cool. But let, let's cut over to the other group who is walking towards the, uh, yeah, the bursar's office. Uh, Michael Clark, businessman, is walking towards you as you walk that way. And uh, he kind of, like, catches your eye. He's like, oh, oh, Professor Brooks, hey. Hey, buddy. 
<laughs> hey, I am so sorry about yesterday. Uh, we, I'm so glad we got that mix uh, up straightened out. Uh, really, I, I can't apologize enough. I hope I didn't uh, offend you. Uh, well, you did, but past in the past, we can uh, move forward. All right. Yeah, hey, you know what? It was it was my fault. Uh, but uh, I talked to the uh, the department head. I've got your uh, your pay stubs. I've got your uh, letter of employment. I've got it all taken care of. So we're fine. Um, and listen, between you and me, you're you're probably not going to be one of the people we let go. So I, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Uh, Quentin lets out a big sigh of relief, like, thank you so much, you're so kind, uh, and I, like, you hug? You, you hug her? You hug, you hug guy? I, I go in for a hug. Ah, you know, I've, I've, this is the, our second time speaking, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a rain check on the hug, how about, but, uh. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna okay, alright. <laughs> alright. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll see you around. <laughs> and, yeah, he, he walks away. I don't trust that guy. <laughs> Me neither. Me not a single, not a not a not a inch. I don't trust him. I don't trust. I don't trust hugger. Not huggers in general. Like, it's a hug. It's like a warm smile around your arms. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that guy sucks. Hugs are good. I, I like them. Honestly, I was just trying to take his wallet to see what it's doing. <laughs> Professor. Or, yeah, do I say that? I was like, oh, I mean, I was trying to hug him to make sure he was feeling good. No, I do not believe you. I think you were trying to commit uh, a crime, which, honestly, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Quentin, you get a text from uh, Caroline again. It, said, uh, it just says, uh, what time are you coming home today? Your morning class is over, right? You're probably on your way. Uh, I got a thing. I got a bus thing. Like they, they trapped me in a thing, in an obligation down there. I, I can't leave. Them. I got some students tied up into it. I can't just like let them. You know, I can't just leave them like they, like we were. You know. Uh, she doesn't answer. Oh. Ooh, left you on red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, obviously, Quentin is very frustrated. This has been a bad two days. <laughs> so, like, all right, let's get in the door and go down there and figure out what's going on. Ugh. You know what? I also haven't been in the financial office either, so that should work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Ursa has, right? No, I I don't pay. I use some weird shadow magic to enroll in all my classes. Y'all are a group, a, a teacher that doesn't actually work here until now, apparently, and two students who don't actually go here. <laughs> I mean, I go, just no one charges me. Uh, yeah, you uh, you open the door to the financial office, and uh, you are looking through it, and it it's almost like a mirror of the outside. Uh, instead of like a door into the building, you're just you walk through it, and you're outside again with the building behind you. But the lighting very rapidly changes, and uh, the buildings around you start to dissolve into uh, that kind of dark, oily liquid that you almost drown in last time, but this time it's kind of, you're outside, so it's not so bad. Yep, we're back in Melty Town. Great. (laughs) (sighs) I fucking hate it here. Uh, You hear a, like, weird, low growling from somewhere behind you. I immediately drop my 
my glamour and I'm a bear again and I like claws out, turn around. Uh, there is kind of a blobby shadow monster with long spindly arms. Or so you recognize it as the same kind of thing that clawed at your ankle last time. Uh, I reach for my heart-shaped backpack, put my hand and pull out a pink spear and I throw the spear at, at this person. All right, give me a bombard roll. Okay, that's six. Um, you know what? Screw it. I have one more overdrive. I'm re-rolling the two. All that's right. a four and a two. That's a four and a two. That's a six. So. Okay. <laughs> Good mark, mark experience, experience. Fabi. <laughs> uh, yeah, your spear goes wide and it uh, begins to rush towards you. Uh, what, do, what do y'all do? Uh, is the door closed behind us? Uh, yeah, the building is gone. Fuck, not this again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up a thing real fast. Alright. Um, okay, Quentin is gonna rush the attack and just, like, punch it. <laughs> Alright, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna punch it with eight arms. My Adelon is just gonna, like, or uh, or it. <laughs> Alright, yeah, give me a, give me a scrap. <laughs> I'm not great at this, but here we go. <laughs> we have six plus zero. <laughs> does oh anyone does anyone want to assist me in this? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really have any useful photographs, but I guess my cat has claws. That's true. So I'll, I'll assist with her claws. Great. Uh, give me give me a help roll. Eight. All right. Uh, I think. Um, Alexis, you are going to uh, kind of rush in ahead and um, what, what's your idol called? Uh, vivid Memories Turn to Fantasies. Right. Vivid Memories uh, is going to attack and the monster is going to counterattack, take two damage from that. Aw, shucks. <laughs> While it's distracted, uh, it leaves itself open for Quentin to uh, attack it. And speaker box punches it a bunch and just causes it to completely dissolve. Yeah, we gotta keep your eyes on a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> I give a, give Vivi a little pet, like good job. Thanks, y'all. That that was the thing that that got me last time when we were in the water. Remember the bad water? And then I was bleeding. That was the thing that did the bleeding. You see the um like horizon line almost start to shift. And you realize that it is uh, dozens of blobby shadow monsters like that slowly closing in on you. Ah, shit, Um, there's more. But then a city bus runs over a dozen of them. Does it, like, splatter all over everybody? Yes, yeah. Group, I'm all goopy. Great. Jesus, (laughs) hell yeah. Sloane, you open uh, a random unlocked apartment door and step out into the same, uh, like area that everyone else is standing in just in time to get splashed by shadow monsters. Oh, God! Uh, and James, were you trying to come in, follow along too, or were you staying back? Yeah. Okay. I, I was trying. Yeah. Uh, I think you come in just after the splash, so you're fine. What happened to you all? The fuck? We got gooped. I'm wiping my face and everything, like, what the fuck? We should get in the bus. Those there's more of those blobby creatures, and they hurt. 
the yeah the, the bus door opens and Stapleton's there. He's like, I wouldn't recommend dawdling. <laughs> I, I do want to be clear. It might just be a flavor thing. Uh, James is still bringing the baseball bat with him. All right, yeah. Now he's he's a very weak guy. He's but he, he's <laughs> one of those guys who's convinced himself like, yeah, I don't really fight or anything, but you know, I could defend myself in a pinch, surely. But no, I am no. gradually hating James. I'm- <laughs> James isn't a bad guy. He's just going through a lot right now. <laughs> Sloane is like, like still kind of recovering from walking through a door portal and getting splashed with a shadow monster guts. And then Stapleton, the little goblin, goes like, "Hello." <laughs> um, so I, I, she's like trying to rent, like squeeze out her clothes and everything. She's taking on just a second. Uh, can I turn my Eidolon into a blow dryer to try to heal? Sloan, I know you had damage before, like yeah, stress sure. damage. So, yeah, sure. Uh, hey, yeah. question. I was listening to Rock. Do I the, do I the ones? Do ties go both ways for this move or not? Uh, yeah, if, if you both have a tie with each other, then yeah, that'd be plus two. Yeah, we do. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a nine all right, and uh, Yeah, Sloan, you get uh, three HP, so you, you're all the way up. Cool. I, I, uh, give... And we're slightly drier, I hope. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm dry as hell. <laughs> that was very effective. Um, I, uh, I high-five Ursa, um, and th- thanks, and I get on yeah. the bus. Yeah, let's rush on this bus. No one. As you all, uh, hop on the bus, uh, Ursa, as you get on, Stapleton just, uh, kind of shoves a scratchy, like, it's not labeled U-Haul, but it's like that kind of U-Haul blanket. Like, please put this down before you sit down. I sit down without it. I sit down without it. Oh, no, he was just giving it to Ursa. Oh. Yeah, because he's racist against me. I spent all night with a lint roller in here. Weird shadow racist. Oh, I thought it was the slime. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was racism. There's always going to be a little bit of slime in the undertow. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, yeah, sure. But hair is just annoying. Yeah, sure. You don't like hair. Fuck you. Wait, hold on. Um, I, um, I, I, no, fuck this. I grab the, the blanket and I fucking chuck it out the door. Well, that was rather rude. Yeah, it was. So's being a shithead. Stop that. I, I smile and sit down near where, uh, Sloan was. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the, the bus uh, takes off, and kind of like last time, you seem to have a hard time keeping track of where exactly you're going, or how much time is passing. There's no drinks to have this time, though, because it's mm. just a bus. Mm. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> you know, bus drinks. <laughs> uh, the little known sequel to boat drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets a little uh, uh, juice pack, and... Uh, you know, we sing songs, you know, buses. The bus eventually pulls up to the estate, but instead of stopping out front, it pulls around the back of the mansion where there is kind of a smaller uh, porch with a doorway in. He goes, here you are. I'm so excited to have you all as my new co-workers. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You suck, my dude. <laughs> I high five. I high five first. The first thing like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with them. What about the the fur thing? That it's, was it's shitty. It's a different world, different customs. Oh, you know. oh fuck you! 
Whoa! <laughs> Ursa has gotten uh, some confidence, and now it's like overly confident. <laughs> Love to see it. I wouldn't want to keep Joanna waiting for your first day. Uh, yeah, let's go see Joanna. Let's go see Joanna. <laughs> let's go see Joanna. Uh, yeah, you head in, and uh, it's just a a small. Um, you know, kind of lightly furnished room, and Joanna is slumped against a wall on the opposite side from where you came in. She goes, "Oh, maybe she's dead." <laughs> As you come in, she goes, "Oh, welcome back! I am so happy Shit. to see that all of you decided to come. After all, we really could use the help." Shit. Yeah, what do you need help with, Joe? Ah, well, first we should get you all uh, outfitted and. Oriented for your new career, uh, if you'll please follow me. And she, the the motor that pulls her along starts moving, and her whole body collapses to the floor as she gets dragged through a doorway <laughs> deeper into the the mansion. And that away. <laughs> are the wounds? Are what Joanna has wounds? Could I potentially heal those? Ah. Uh, um. I mean. Any wounds she, you know, if she has anything, it's scars. Mm-hmm. More than wounds. Like, she's, I mean, healthy is probably the wrong word to use. But she's not, like, injured, you know? Yeah. Well, again, that's also the wrong way to describe it. <laughs> she doesn't conform to your uh, beauty standards. <laughs> <laughs> All statues are queens. Right. Uh, she leads you into a small, uh, locker room with, uh, exactly five lockers in it. And she says, uh, I have taken the liberty of preparing, uh, uniforms for each of you. I think you will find them all to your liking. Um, each of you, let's just go and turn here. Describe to me what your, uh, you know, kind of like how Persona 5 is like thief sonas. What's your, what's your servant sona look like? <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Hmm. 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 I'm shit. I'm very tempted to hmm. say maid outfit. I mean, it can be a maid outfit. Live your truth. It's a. It's that a. The aesthetic. It's a bear girl in a French maid outfit. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Oh, I. Mine is like um, kind of like a valet y but like shorter jacket and like fingerless gloves but i i got the hat on like uh tilted james is going for a handyman look yeah. talking overalls baseball cap that whole thing yeah i'm i'm gonna be like the janitor <sighs> from scrubs okay <laughs> you took the last two we're gonna be mine okay <laughs> it's okay you and me professor in the maid outfits i the literally the first google search for a valet outfit is a screenshot from grand theft auto san andreas <laughs> Um, but yeah, I got like a red vest on, rolled up sleeves, hat to the side. Oh, there's so many options here. Um, <laughs> oh, um, do I want to go hazmat? <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have a weird hazmat jumpsuit, I think. <laughs> are, are you like full? Like, do you have the the headgear on too? I'm going to think he comes with the headbear, but he takes it off. He never wears it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like a hoodie. It's like know. a Marvel movie where, you know, they never wear the helmets. Right, right. <laughs> Paying to see those faces. 
yeah, you all get dressed, and uh, Joanna just says, uh, Fantastic, fantastic. Well, just come along with me. I've prepared a short video presentation for you all. And uh, she leads you deeper still into the mansion. Edelon Pop was produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us on audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow the show at Playtest on Twitter. You can follow Fabi at Fabi Garza, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Zoe at Blankzilla, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Special thanks to Maxi Knightley for our theme song, Party Crasher. Idolon Pop will be back on May 25th on the Patreon feed and June 1st on the free feed. See you then! Mm-hmm.